From Feature Story News in Washington, I'm Simon Marks with the Week in Review, and this was the week when the world changed. I deem it necessary to make a decision that should have been made a long time ago. Russian President Vladimir Putin on Monday announcing he was formally recognizing the independence of the breakaway regions of Luhansk and Donetsk in eastern Ukraine. It was the pretext for a Russian invasion that brought war back to mainland Europe and sparked the biggest global security crisis since the end of World War II. At the United Nations in New York, just as Secretary General Antonio Gutierrez was making this plea... President Putin. Stop your troops from attacking the Ukraine. Give peace a chance. President Putin, in fact, launched the full-scale invasion of Ukraine by land, sea and air and issued a stark warning to the US and its NATO allies. Whoever tries to hinder us or threatens our country and our people should know that Russia's response will be immediate and it will lead to consequences like those you have never encountered in your history. Is he threatening a nuclear strike? I have no idea what he's threatening. President Biden at the White House on Thursday unveiled a raft of sanctions against Russian banks, industries and individuals tied to the Kremlin. Putin is the aggressor. Putin chose this war, and now he and his country will bear the consequences. The US, the EU and the UK then imposed sanctions personally targeting Vladimir Putin and his foreign minister Sergei Lavrov. German Chancellor Olaf Scholz had led the way earlier in the week, freezing certification of the Nord Stream 2 pipeline. FSN's Trent Murray covered that from our Berlin bureau. This was an extremely surprising announcement by Chancellor Olaf Scholz. He was pulling the plug on Nord Stream 2, one of the most important energy projects this country has seen in decades. All week long, Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky demanded more support, more military assistance, the imposition of a no-fly zone. On Thursday night, he warned Ukrainians they had been abandoned by the West. We are not afraid of anything, but now the fate of our country depends entirely on our army. We are left alone to defend our state. Who is ready to fight with us? Honestly, I see no one. Substantial anti-war protests in Moscow and St. Petersburg. Boyd hopes that President Putin is facing growing opposition at home. But the United Nations warned five million Ukrainians could soon be on the move, seeking refuge unless Russia pulls its troops back. With hundreds of lives already lost, even that won't turn the clock back to the world of just one week ago. From bureaus worldwide, this is FSN. The Russian invasion of Ukraine had a big impact on the sporting and cultural worlds. Eurovision pulled Russian participation in its annual much-watched TV song contest. UEFA cancelled plans to host the Champions League final in Moscow. And Formula One pulled out of the Russian Grand Prix. Rob Harris is global sports writer for the Associated Press. This is a very uh, swift decision from F1 because we've seen that one of the um, teams has dropped its Russian sponsor from the car. So an all-white car, perhaps they're not going to feature the Russian uh, sponsorship on the car at all at the moment. And the former world champion, Sebastian Vettel, had been 
leading those calls yesterday for the race to be dropped. And now F1's bosses have dropped it as he wanted. President Biden made history on Friday, nominating Judge Katanji Brown Jackson for a soon-to-be vacant seat on the U.S. Supreme Court. If confirmed by the U.S. Senate, she'll be the first black woman Supreme Court justice. It was my father who started me on this path. When I was a child, my father made the fateful decision to, trans, uh, to transition from his job as a public high school history teacher and go to law school. Some of my earliest memories are of him sitting at the kitchen table, reading his law books. I watched him study, and he became my first professional role model. And in the coming week, she will be heading to Capitol Hill to meet some of the senators whose backing she needs to win confirmation. We will be continuing our open-ended coverage of the crisis in Ukraine, with reporters there in Moscow, Hungary, Brussels, Berlin, London, Washington, at the UN in New York and points beyond. You'll hear their updates here and see them on major TV networks around the world. And that is the Week in Review from Feature Story News. Simon Marks reporting.